while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome back to South Coast Land. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is here holding the fort down. And we're very happy to have our guest in studio tonight, uh, Terry Cripps, the Animal Control Officer for the Town of Fairhaven. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, just to so, um, get this right out of the way. How are the Fisher Cats? <laughs> uh, I haven't heard any. Actually, I was just telling you off the air that... Uh, one of our local wildlife uh, guys, he was trying to catch a, a possum, I think it was, and uh, he actually caught a fisher cat, and uh, he sent me the video of him, and they have a heart before he released him, but that was kind of the, the first time I've seen one that's alive. I, I always I always get them afterwards when they're uh, on Skonica Neck Road. It, did he catch the fisher cat, or did the fisher cat catch him? Uh, might have been a little of both. Right, because I, I told him your address where to release it. <laughs> <laughs> they're very, they're very he, cunning he, animals. I'd, I'd, I'd put my money on Milo, not not uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> not the fisher. Oh, I don't know, poor Milo. He wouldn't stand a chance. I don't think they're apex killers. Um, Wait, I got an important question. They're all important, Marley. I guess <laughs> not all important. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Whatever happened to Spanky the cat? Spanky got adopted. Okay, yeah. good. I know you were you were toying with it, but uh, he got adopted. Good. Yep. All of them get adopted. Yeah, I showed up. Uh, Maddie, Maddie on the phone one hundred seven side. She does her wet nose Wednesdays, and she writes, uh, you know, it's a, a pet that needs that's up for adoption, and it's it's a great it's a great piece. And so she wrote about Spanky the cat, and um, the the sadness just from the you know just from seeing the picture of Spanky and just from reading the story the sadness was palpable and then when you went to see Spanky Spanky's sadness was palpable and uh, I went and then I went and brought my mom to see if she was interested but uh, looks like Spanky you you had said you'd had a, a bunch of applications yeah in. yeah he he got adopted yeah Good. yeah that's uh, that program for Farm One Hundred Seven really helps out a lot I, Good. everyone except for our dog Boomer that we've used on Wet Nose Wednesday has been uh, adopted Boomer's been been with us for about a year now and he was with another shelter for months before that and uh he's a good dog he's just a lot of dog he's yeah. a big dog and he just doesn't realize how big he is and uh yeah that's the only one that we haven't had a success story with uh with uh wet nose wednesday so go adopt boomer yeah come on over and meet boomer you'll love him you'll love him you might get a little muddy but uh it's all in love <laughs> so terry um i don't know you were telling us off air but if there's any issues of um you know confidentiality but you can maybe tell us about the story about the cat you you folks just took out of the uh, the apartment oh yeah yeah we went there that night and um so we, to uh, give people a little bit of background yeah there was a fire up there on uh 330 main street i think it's called i think it's in the address and yep. uh there was um after the uh fire was put out they discovered a cat and they uh, immediately called me and i went up and uh we got him out to the uh the vet out there at uh, cape cod and born and um he was spent about four days in an oxygen tent and uh they're amazing over there they did um did uh, all kinds of treatment to him and everything. He's still on some meds, and we have him uh, in, a, in a foster right now, but he's doing well. He's doing well. 
it's amazing. That 12, 12 years a, old. Yeah. yeah, you'd save a 12-year-old cat and that you have the resources to do it. Um, again, folks, get your, um, I think it's smoke alarms. This is the time of year that you yep. should be checking your smoke alarms, checking the batteries, things like that. Um, in fact, I'm going to have the, uh, there's a guy on Facebook, smoke detector guy, um, come by and check out my, my, my fire, um, alarms, things like that. The smoke detectors, carbon monoxide things. Cause when I heard that thing about the pet, the cat, you know, I guess I'm worried about myself. I don't ever think about the fact that the animals are often stuck left behind, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what we were, we were just saying. Um, I was just talking with a, an associate today and we said, uh, uh, Cats and uh, children, they always go under beds and in closets. And uh, this cat was found in a closet. That's Crazy. the first, first place you check. Crazy. Um, so Barry Richard has an article up today at WBSM.com and, um, about the fact that coyotes are about to start to give birth and we should have a whole lot more of them around in very soon. So explain to people a little bit that the coyotes are pregnant right now. What's, what's going on? Oh, yeah, they're going to be giving birth here in a few weeks, and um, we're going to see coyotes out during the day. That does not mean they're rabid. A lot of people will call up and say there's a coyote walking down Pleasant Street, you know, right, right in the middle of, during the day. It's not uncommon, especially in this time and of year. And he's chasing a roadrunner. Oh, yeah, he's chasing the roadrunner. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, but, yeah the, uh, the, we're going to see a lot, of, a lot of coyotes, foxes. Um, they're all looking for places to have, um, you know, have their, their, uh, their litter. Uh, we just had one just uh, what, two years ago, I think it was, right on Bridge Street, right near uh, Cushman Park. It was the the coyote had a litter right under uh, a deck, and um, the uh, the people kept feeding the kept feeding them. And I always tell people keep wildlife wild. Right. Uh, don't feed them. If you feed them, they're not going anywhere. They have no reason to go anywhere because they have shelter and they have food. And explain to them real quickly how you're hurting the animal in the long run when you do that. Oh yeah, because eventually they're going to associate people with food. And uh, yeah. they're, they're going to see people and they go, oh, that's, that's who gives me food. And they're going to approach them and eventually they're going to bite someone. And then you just, uh, you just sentence that, that animal to death because right. the only, the, you have to test for rabies. The only way to test for rabies is uh, dis, uh, make them deceased and decap them. And uh, they're, they're not going to live through that. So uh, <laughs> they, uh, you can't, um, you, you don't, don't feed them. I've seen people down on, down in Fort Phoenix walking up with a sandwich to to a couple of uh you know young foxes trying to feed them because they feel sorry for them they're right. doing all right you know right. and and they're uh it's the battle of the fittest for them yeah so folks again i know i love animals but do not feed them it's it's really hurting them in the long run and oh, yeah. maybe hurting people too especially like even stray cats the people come in and say oh the stray cat's not leaving my yard <laughs> i have my first thing are you feeding them well well yeah i feed them they're not going to leave if you can't feed them and if uh, you know, I was telling them if I go by your house and there's a ten dollar bill t- taped to the front of the front of your mailbox, and I take it and I come back tomorrow, and there's another ten dollar bill. I'm going to keep coming until there's no money there. Right, right. And the same with animals with food. Um, and you 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 stress this a number of times, but I, I think it's always good to have to have you go over this. You don't want to make your food your home attractive to oh, yeah. wild animals. Clean up your backyard. Right. Um, so many times when you have when I go to homes and they have skunks and possums and everything else in there their their yards are cluttered okay. and they they give you give them a place to hide you're giving them shelter and um uh then they just need a food source and they're gonna find that they're not leaving and they don't want to live with us right but but they are yeah i just um it's kind of funny you we've seen talking about uh wildlife uh coming around people you just seen that 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 story over there in Mattapoisa today with the with the dolphin there was dolphins over there in um uh, Fall River, I think, right in the right in the, the in the um, Taunton River there. Beluga whales too. 
Beluga whales. <laughs> like your nose, really? your nose just grew a little. Your nose just grew <laughs> a little serious. bit. I'm serious. Beluga yeah. whales. Hey, remember and, when and, I had and, my first Saturday show and there was a shark in Fairhaven? Yes. It was great. That was. That was great. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it was an albino uh, dolphin. Beluga whales are albinos. <laughs> yes, they are. Right? They're white. Um, but you don't deal with dolphins. No, no, no. I'm, we, we, you gave up SeaWorld years we, ago. Yeah, yeah. We. I mean, if if we do, if, if we have seals that come up on, on shore, we're the first responder for that. We don't deal with that, but uh, we're, the, we're the first responder. We're going to call the appropriate people to come down. And uh, like we had that that whale that washed up on um, on West Island, uh, um, Hoppy's Landing. That was probably about four years ago, I believe. Right. And uh, he washed up. He was still alive. And um, we, uh, we called the appropriate people. And uh, unfortunately, he was really sick and the, uh, they had to euthanize them, but uh, they don't just wash up on shore when they're healthy. So, um, you know, we're the first responders. And the main thing, when especially when seals, people, oh, the seal is, is sitting on the beach. You know, they're just tired, especially this time of year. This really? This time of year, the water's cold. They want to get some sun. Okay. It's warm in the sun. I've seen them down at Fort Phoenix. I've seen them on West Island. Um, people call, and, they, they, and you, these people go up, and they want to get selfies with them. <laughs> and just leave them alone. Leave wildlife wild. I tell everybody, just leave it wild. You've said that about uh, people find fawns. Oh, for yeah, instance, yeah, those, those are pretty sad. Sorry, but there's a good lesson. Explain. Yeah, a couple of years ago, there was one right right over here, right on the uh, the bike path. A fawn was just off the bike path, and people were picking up, taking selfies with it, calling every, anybody and everybody to come come take it uh, to take it to a, a you know a, a, a rehabber or something. But the, the mother's nearby, especially in probably in a couple of about another month. We'll start whenever I see a landscaper pull up to the shelter. I know what it is. They they were they were mowing the lawn. They came up upon a hole that was filled with fur and baby bunnies. Okay. And they, oh, we have to save them. The mother's not here. What do you think the mother was going to do? <laughs> she sees a lawnmower coming. The mother's not going to stay. The mother's going to take off in hopes that you will take chase after them. Right. And you have to uh, just leave them alone. The mother will come back. And okay. when when you pick them up, you just sentence them. Right. And it's it's just leave the leave the bunnies alone. And it we try and educate people as best best we can. Um, Leave the bunnies alone will be the title of this podcast. Leave, yes, the, bunnies. Leave the bunnies alone. <laughs> let wild animals be wild. Let them be wild. Don't don't domesticate them. Don't let them become dependent on us. So, um, Terry, you have a lot of people in the community that support the shelter. Oh, absolutely. Um, what can people do who want to continue to support the shelter? Um, we're always looking for good volunteers. You have to be 16 and above. And our our, our um, age range is right now, we have 16 to probably about uh, 78, I think, uh, Papa is. He, uh, we, everyone calls him Papa. Okay. He's about 78. Um, you can donate food to us. Um, we had a great year last year. And uh, was it in December? Steak tips and lobster, primarily. <laughs> is that what you're looking for, Terry? <laughs> in Cabernet Sauvignon, yeah. Right, right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but we had a great year last year with uh, donations. We actually, in the, the, the month of December, we had over $30,000 donated to the shelter. Fantastic. And one was a $20,000 Came from a unanimous, uh, 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 not unanimous, anonymous. Anonymous. That was me. I shouldn't have drank before I came in here. That was but, me. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. But uh, twenty thousand dollars, and then we got another. Uh, uh, I think it was another eight thousand dollars, and then um, a lot, a lot of got a lot of money, and, and then that goes to all taking care of the animals. We're doing some upgrades to the shelter right now. Um, we have anybody's come to our shelter and to see a dog if it's wet out at all, you're leaving like you just uh, uh, took a mud bath. So uh, our our friends over at DPW they're going to um, dig it out for us. We're going to buy the P stone. We're going to put welcome. all put all P stone in our uh, in our uh, 
in our both our yards. They're going to have to take the fences down to get the equipment in there, and uh, so it'll be much much easier and cleaner for the for the animals and for the people coming in. Um, we're making our uh, all three of our doors um, are being replaced, so they're ADA compliant. So people in wheelchairs don't have to go over this little bump every time. They're going to have a ramp. They're putting that in, I believe, next week, and uh, we got some other things going on. And um, uh, but uh, yeah, all the all you know, a lot of, we're we're a town building. But we do get uh, donations where we can uh, upgrade and help with vet bills because vet bills are through the roof right now, like everything. Okay. And um, so um, mon- money and uh, food, and uh, it, right now we're looking for kitty litter. And your your website, Facebook, what what's the best way to? Yeah, go to, go on our Facebook. We post on our Facebook, post all our animals on our Facebook. It's um, uh, Fair Haven Animal Control and Shelter. And you, you can actually just bring the animals directly to Terry's house. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you, you you laugh with that, but one night, it was probably 10.30 night, I heard a knock on my door. It was my neighbor who found a dog, oh. <laughs> and she didn't know what to do. So I said, uh, matter of fact, I recognize a dog, so I put the leash on the dog and walked him uh, three blocks away, knocked on the people's door, and they didn't even know their dog was gone. I, True I, story. Uh, the, um, you, but you'll also answer the phone, too, right? If someone's not oh, yeah, internet, yeah. How's, what's the yep. phone number? Uh, 508-979-4028. That's our uh, number over at the shelter. Um, give us a call and stop in. We're open uh, Tuesday through Saturday, nine to three, and uh, come in and see the animal. I, I don't. We don't do uh, applications online. We could do that, but you know, if they're applying for an animal they never met, they never seen. Okay. And I t- could tell you horror stories. I've gotten animals in from people who take a look at a picture of a dog down in West Virginia, in Texas, and then they get it up. Get it up here, and it's not the dog. They they not the cute dog in the picture, right? Or, or the cute cat in the picture. Um, so it happened with me and my prom date, but that's another story. Go, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Uh, but uh but yeah i Good just think we broke broke some news yes. yeah can't fire us yet no yeah. you can remember that far back <laughs> i do the jokes around here too you're not very good at it though <laughs> i didn't say i do them well i just said i do them. um go ahead so you have um you encourage people do you have anything over the, any animals over there to be a doctor right now yeah yeah we have four dogs we have um of course boomer and then we have um two other lab mixes who play together all day, um, Hershey and um, and Gustav. They're both lab mixes. They play together all day. I let them out at about 6.45, 7 a.m., and we have to, like, kind of rally, kind of <laughs> hurdle them up and get them, get them inside before uh, before 3. And then uh, we have a little um, uh, chihuahua named Chompy, and he got that name because he's a little Chompy. Right. He's, he tend, he, he, after you get to know him, he loves you. Okay. But if he doesn't know you, he's going to bite you. Okay. But typical, <laughs> typical chihuahua. So you you've had some incredible stories over there. Um, the pair of dogs that you got from New Bedford that were adopted out together. Yep, yep. And uh, uh, one that one of them we spent uh, we we had a, a fundraiser. We raised nine thousand dollars to uh, to get a new knee on that dog, and uh, that, that's not cheap. No. And uh, you know, it, and people like to give to animals and children, and in that order, yes. I found that out. If, right. if we say, "Hey, we have an animal in need," believe me, people will show up. And um, if, if several years back, when we had uh, several leaks in our roof, we had to raise money for it. And uh, we had a lady, we had a little fundraiser, and a lady walked through the crowd, gave a thousand dollar check, and just walked away. Amazing. And uh, people love to give, love to give to animals. 
Um, and I, you guys, I don't think it's because of me, but honestly, I, I just, now after I've been doing it for a few years, I think maybe they do like the animals more than me. They they they, they tolerate you. <laughs> it's the animals that draw the crowd. No, it's like a regular circus. Yeah, but we have some great volunteers over there. Our volunteers are the stuff they do every single day. They don't want anything in return. Um, they they show up uh, sometimes. Sometimes they're uh, they're they're there before me. And um, they they work tirelessly to take care of those animals. And uh, well, you don't I, get that till two in the afternoon. Let's face it, <laughs> two two thirty latest. Right, the latest. <laughs> don't don't talk Captain Mattello that, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't go the whole time without talking about him. Could no, we? No. No, we? Listen, give that man a raise. <laughs> give me or him? I said the man. Oh, okay. So <laughs> me. <laughs> so let's uh, let's actually take a break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is holding the fort down as well. We have Terry Cripps, the animal control officer in the great town of Fairhaven. Um, Terry, um, what are the projects do you have going on f- for the spring and the summer? What, what are you looking forward to? Um, we're going to be a busy spring as usual, right. uh, as far as the animal control part, not the shelter part. Um, well, the shelter part, too, will get busy. Uh, the, the cats are going to start breeding. Um, and we'll then get a lot of calls for wildlife. Wild, you know, we, like I said, we don't, we, we're not wildlife people, but we're the first responders. So sure. we have to get there, see who we're calling to deal with the situation. Um, we, we just had a, uh, just not even two weeks ago, we had a fox that was, uh, that was struck by a car right Oof. over, right over on bridge in, um, in, uh, route six. And, uh, it was still alive. And, uh, the, the one gentleman, uh, took his, believe it or not, he took his wife's brand new coat, wrapped the, wrapped the, the fox up in it. And I uh, got it to the shelter. I, I got the Is shelter. Is he staying in the shelter now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he, uh, you know, the next morning we got the, the uh, fox out to uh, the Cape Cod Rehab Center, Wildlife Rehab. And uh, that's a, it's, it's so far away. Uh, that's why you have a lot of, like, other smaller rehabbers that, that do it for kind of a, as a hobby. Okay. But when you have foxes... Um, birds of prey, stuff like that. You don't, you can't get that. You got to take them out to the Cape in the summertime. That's a whole day. Where, where <laughs> is it? Um, it's out in, um, oh, geez, I could get there too. Um, Barnstable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. in Barnstable. Yeah, good 45 minutes at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, that's without traffic. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And we get out there and then they do an intake and, um, then they rehab what they can and, um, you know, they have to take care of what they can't. Right. Um, but, um, Terry, you, you, you said this before, so I know the answer, but Easter's coming up, and sometimes people like to get their children bunnies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit about don't, that. Don't, don't get a bunny or a chick for, for, uh, for Easter for your kids. A lot of them will do that because they, they want, we used to call it the, the, uh, the Kodak moment, but now it's a Facebook moment. Mm-hmm. They, they want to get a picture of their, their kids out in the backyard with the tulips coming up and the chicks running around and the baby bunny. Um, last year, we had a record the Monday after after Easter, we got our first bunny. Oh, my my daughter was allergic to it. Right. And, and it's like we, we at one point last year and by May, I want to say we had about 14 or 15 bunnies. And, um, Incredible. And then uh, as we, those numbers started to dwindle down, we got them adopted out. The guinea pigs came back. Okay. And the, a lot of those were be, during COVID. Everyone was getting animals. Okay. And uh, like when COVID first hit, I thought for sure we were going to get overrun. We had to let all our, our volunteers leave. We had sure. to make them leave, and we had, it was me and my assistant at the time, and um, 
where the exact opposite happened. Everyone was home, so they wanted animals. So we were down to nothing, pretty much. Right. And but um, right after that, all, all these guinea pigs. You go to and get two guinea pigs from from the local pet store. Oh, that one's a male. That one, that one's a male too. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then how 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 do I have uh, five more five more in the uh, in the cage the next morning? Right. But um, you know, and we there was I was just looking at uh, there's a, a rescue a guinea pig rescue out in Western Mass. They had like 500 guinea pigs, and, and when we had about 13 of them. Um, so don't don't get uh when it comes to Easter come don't don't go to Tractor Supply and I, I used to pick on Tractor Supply but they sell a lot of chicks okay and uh, they, uh, they 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 don't really vet them they don't say well do you, do you do you know the you know the regulations in your town or the policies and procedures in your town to get these they they sell them and um and they're, they're cheap and people go oh, look and they, they, you know just get that and we'll we get a picture the next morning. And, we, and uh, lately, we've been finding uh, one night, one day, I went out to uh, Fort Phoenix in the woods over there. There was like four or five chickens running around, and uh, we had to catch them and uh, find a home for them. Sure, uh, we just found it. It's funny. Um, just uh, let me uh, ask you a question: Did the man who took those chickens was he wearing a white suit? Did he have a white With beard? A southern accent? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it was. It was kind of funny. Not even two weeks, three weeks ago. Um, I was on my day off, and my uh, my new assistant Abby, who just started the academy, and uh, good luck, Abby. Again, good luck, Abby. Yep, if you, Abby, if you don't take uh, um, uh, first in the the whole academy, don't bother coming back. But uh, <laughs> you uh, like that? High she, standards. She got a, she got a chicken, uh, loose chicken, and I uh, the very next day I got a loose chicken right over here, right on uh, 240. He was running around 240. Wow, really? And um, and uh, we uh, post it and say, does anyone know this? And you know, most of the time they don't have the the uh, they don't have um, the right uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you get you apply for a permit. They don't have permits for chickens, so right. they're not going to come well, forward. They, they can't even reach the steering wheel. Yeah. How would, why would you give them a permit? <laughs> they're going to say, like I said, not very good at jokes. Right. But uh, um, then if they don't have a permit for chickens, they're not going to come forward and say, "Yeah, that's my chicken." So you know, we have to find a farm to take them. Right, and we act, we actually find a farm. It's not like when you're you were young and your your dog went to a farm. Yeah, your right. turtle turtle. What happened to my turtle? It went to the farm. Right. Uh, no, we actually find a farm for him. And it was funny they, before we uh, before we did it, the, the one that we got, um, the one that got laid an egg before it left. So I I got twelve bucks for it. Nice. <laughs> it was it was a nice donation <laughs> to the shelter. <laughs> dum dum. Yeah, I'm pretty good at the jokes. No, I, I know. That's why we're not going to have you back. But um, <laughs> Captain Botello, please don't authorize his appearance. <laughs> so, um, so, um, so, Terry, uh, did you have a question? No. <laughs> you were just going to think you about it on get the him out of, Just get I'm him out of here. Because that's kind of like what I was doing, so I was just kind of like, he's better oh, jokes, well, wait, Chris, maybe Chris has a question. No, I actually do have a question. All right, so it's spring. Uh, people may start, you know, letting their animals outside a little bit more. Um uh, cats, dogs, etc. Do you have any sort of general advice? When you put them outside, you're putting them in the food chain. Okay. And even um, small dogs, especially, yeah. like Milo. Right. I mean, a, a, a hawk could could swoop down and grab grab Milo. I have small dogs; they could grab them and be gone. You, right. And you look at a hawk; they don't look very big, but they they can uh, they can take carry they can carry um, uh, prey twice their size. And uh, so when you put them out there, you put them in the food chain. Right. And uh, so I ask you, don't do that. If you do walk, you know, of course you're going to walk your dog. I walk my dogs. Um, but uh, just keep them close to you. Keep yeah. Them close to you. Don't, don't put them outside. Don't, uh, especially cats. A lot of people uh, put their cats outside. Like I said, and you put them out there, you you don't want to know where they are in the food chain. I, I, walk, my, I walk my cat. So <laughs> I keep her close. Well, it's a Bengal. 
It's a bangle, yeah. <laughs> it, it, exactly. It, 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 would bo- it would bother bother that hawk so so much that he just yeah. drop it off. Right. Right. So this one won't shut up. Yeah, but, but actually, exactly. Speaking of hawks, I just heard we're just in a WBSM the other day. And uh, Lee Good, called thank in. You. Yeah, I do every I do every day. Right. Not at night. I'm in bed usually at this time. But um, the lady was surprised that she saw a hawk take a, uh, a bunny bragging. in in New Bedford. And yeah. I was like, "There's hawks in New Bedford all the time." You know, there's, there's lots of hawks in, in New Bedford. I remember you um you came on Chris's show a while back, right? Uh, and it was like about uh, this 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 giant hawk, a oh, hawk, hawk uh, like in a, our fe- it was like a yeah. phoenix, right? You know, yeah, Chris is my neighbor. Yes. Yes. It was in our neighborhood. They um, uh, took a took a cat. Took a cat. And, Terrible. And you would think like a bird versus a cat. The cat's the predator. Not not at all. No, not at all. It's. Um, I think uh, being Chris's neighbor. I think that's probably he, a better com- topic of conversation. <laughs> well, I try. I try not to do that. I might want, I might want to sell my house one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Milo's Milo's a big attraction in the neighborhood. Oh yeah! Whenever I walk my dog by, he he lets me know. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's always peering out the window, barking everybody. But it's a beautiful neighborhood. The um, the fact is though that it, 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 spring comes, wildlife gets hungry. Yeah. We're going to have a whole bumper crop of uh, coyotes coming out, foxes as well. Absolutely. Um, they're hungry. They've got no other force, source of food except what they can find, right? Yep. Your cats, your dogs, if you're irresponsible, they're in the food chain. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're leaving food outside your house... To feed, you're tr- right. to feed feral cats. You're or, attracting... Or... Uh, or um, one one incident lately uh, in the last few years, uh, a person was putting out uh, nuts to feed the squirrels, and I told them, "You're attracting the squirrels in, which is going to attract all the predators in—the coyotes, the foxes, and the hawks." Right. You think you're helping them, but you're putting them in a very small area, and it's like shooting fish in a barrel. You know, they go, "Look, which squirrel do I want?" It's right. not, "Can I find a squirrel today?" Which one of them am I going to eat? And um, same thing with garbage, right? Make sure yeah. you secure in your yeah, garbage. Secure it. They don't want to be there. And like the, the turkeys, uh, they, they're all over. It. You've probably seen around our neighborhood. They're around the, where the PD is, uh, Bryant Lane. There's this. Uh, I just saw like I think it's like two two uh, flocks of them or something. But uh, they they joined together right over by um, uh, the the um, what's the school right there on Christian there? Uh, not on Spring um, Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph. Yeah. Saint Joseph. And uh, they uh, they they had to be thirty of them. 30 of them, and you could all tell the males. The males are all puffed out and everything. Right. And you could shoo them all you want. They'll move when they want to. Yeah, they don't. Terry, do you have a son that works at the zoo? I he used to used to. Oh, okay, oh. yeah. Scott Lima, who just announces uh, his he's not seeking re-election, said he gave him a citation. He's yeah. The first person he gave a citation to. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that zoo. was a while back. That was probably geez, uh, ten years ago maybe. Um, yeah, he's volunteered there for a lot of years. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. we went we went to the chambers there, and he gave him uh, gave him a uh, citation. Very cool. Cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, but not like the citation I gave someone for not licensing his dog. I was going to say <laughs> that uh, that was me. <laughs> oh, okay. So actually, let's talk about that because um, you you talked about this last time you were on licensing your your pets. Um, why do you you know you you have to do it, and what are the yep. benefits? Well, um, you have to do it. The, the only thing a lot of people think it's so expensive. Look for the vet let the the vet uh, the the vet clinics at local local pet stores. It's fifteen dollars, fifteen twenty dollars. All you need legally is a rabies shot. Mm-hmm. That's all you need is a rabies shot. You bring the rabies certificate to the to your town hall to the to our town hall in Fairhaven. If it's um, if your dog is uh, is fixed, 
you know, spayed or neutered, it's $10. And if not, it's $15. It's not a lot of money. Typical government agent pushing vaccines. Yep. <laughs> and, and quite frankly, if, if you don't get your, your dog to rabies shot, you're up. Setting it up for disaster. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there's actually state law in which uh, if your animal doesn't have the rabies shot and there's a ex, you know there's a certain degree of contact with an animal known to have rabies, your 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 pet could be could be put down. No, no, no. If your dog if your dog your cat didn't have a rabies shot and got bit by something, if we can get that that something whatever it is, fish or cat or uh, you know it could be uh could be anything coyote if we can get a hold of that dog or get a hold of the dog or the coyote whatever that animal is we can get a hold of it we can um if it's a wild animal we euthanize that the wild animal yeah and then test for rabies um but until that time they would probably give a booster to your dog or cat and um they would give a booster and it's uh the dog would want a 10-day quarantine and okay. it just means it has to be at your house for 10 days. You can't have any contact with anybody else. And the reason okay. it's 10 days is it's an incubation period for uh, for rabies. Okay. I know a lot, huh? You, you do. do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. You do. I, I owe all Lieutenant Cobbs. Lieutenant Cobbs <laughs> teaches me so much. I, he, he teaches all. He, he, he has taught me so much. You know, just job. by being around him, you learn by osmosis. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Cobbs is the best. He is. He um, really is. <laughs> the... Um, so you're going to get me a raise by the yeah. end of the day. That's going to yeah, be good. No. Someone wants a gun permit. I, I, yeah. I was going to say, just you want a raise, move to New Bedford. You're, you're in big demand over there. No comment. Let's take a break. You know there's a for sale sign in your house. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. Tune in. Real-time reaction to everything that happens after the sun goes down. South Coast Tonight with Marcus and Chris is on WBSM. And welcome back to South Coast Tonight. Uh, Marcus and I here are joined with Terry Cripps, the animal control officer from Fairhaven. Um, We have a wonderful community here in Fairhaven and in the area. It's the best. And they're very generous. Oh. To, to, to your to the needs of the animals in the community, what do you need right now? Right now, there? right now, um, we're we're running low on cat litter, um, but we could always because um, it doesn't matter how much we get, that doesn't go bad. Um, cleaning supplies, we're starting to run a little low on cleaning supplies. You know, Lysol, the stuff that we mop the floors with, and um, uh, dog food and cat food, we could always use. And um, if it, a lot of people think we don't, what if you get too much? Um, we we regularly bring stuff over to the senior center over here. Um, we get a lot of stuff. Explain from, why you do that. Um, so a lot of, uh, you know, after we started talking to the people over there. We they, give dog food at the senior center. That's kind of mean. <laughs> uh, well, when they get, when See, they get, I resisted making that joke. <laughs> I know. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, you, you, crossed the right line, you crossed the line with that joke. It was right there. Um, but uh, when they get Meals on Wheels, right. half, half of it's going uh, to their dog. Yeah, that was a really bad joke. And, right, yeah. Half so, of it's going to their dog. I didn't. I did not participate in that joke. Uh, but uh, uh, half of it goes to their dog um, or cat. Um, and if they can't take care of their animals, they're going to bring them to the shelter. So okay. we want we want to be proactive so they, that doesn't happen. So if someone wants to, through you, f- help out with people who can't afford to feed their animals, oh, we, that's all they got to do. Yeah, yeah. And if any if anybody's either even hurt, I know the last thing you think would be go to a shelter to get something besides right. for an animal. Um, if if it means if it means you're going to be able to keep your animal, 
I would much rather find a uh, give you a bag of food, okay, and then to go through the process of having you surrender your dog or cat because you can't you don't have the, the time, money, or anything um, to take care of them. I'd re- much rather have, provide food for some. We do the we do a lot with the um, the senior center right over here. We bring them dog food, cat food whenever we have access. We go through the the dates to make sure nothing's going to go bad, and um, then we stuff that's getting close, then we'll, we'll bring it over there because if we're not going to use it, like right now we only have four dogs. And I probably have, uh, geez, uh, just taking a guess, about 150 pounds of dog food. Okay. And uh, if it's going to go bad, I'm definitely going to find a home for it. Okay. So how, how do people make donations to the to the, to the yep, your come right, Come bring it right to the shelter. Okay. And if we're not there, you can put it right outside our door if and, it's raining or something. You're right next door to Pasta House. Boca. Boca. That's sure. Boca to you. But, but people, <laughs> the, the people plate, will remember Pasta the, House the, more. That's, that's, that's correct. The restaurant formerly, formerly, right. known the formerly known as the Pasta House. Formerly known as the Pasta House, right next to Walmart. Yep. Yeah, we're right there. Just uh, stop by and while there, you can uh, check out our animals and um, maybe thank our volunteers for the hard work that they do. What if someone wants to volunteer? Tell them, come, come on in and uh, fill out an application. And uh, you have to be 16. Okay. And um, come in, fill out an application, put your availability. We like people to kind of pick a time that you, you consistently come, okay. not just show up whenever you want or whenever you happen to have free time. Uh, we like to be able to pick a time, you know, 10 a.m. to noon on Tuesdays. Okay. And um, and just come in and take care of the animals and, um, you know, give them some love when you're done. And uh, sometimes when people are done doing all the backbreaking work, yeah, they, they sit down and uh, get a little, uh, uh, you know, uh, kitten time and stuff. Sure. And they'll sit down and... Uh, Does love, anyone... Love do you need any special skills or knowledge or anything like that? Even you can do it. Even I can do it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a broad <laughs> <category>. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we actually... Actually, Community Connections right next door, they they come in on um, Tuesday afternoons. Okay. They have a group that comes in. Then we have SMEC that comes in on Thursday afternoons. Cool. They come in with their with their counselor and about three or four of their uh, their clients and they come in and they they, they sweep mop and do our dishes and oh, no, I can't, laundry. I'm not do any of that. <laughs> I just want to hang out with cats. I know. Right, I, talk, yeah. I talk to Natalie. I know you can't do any of that. <laughs> can, can or won't? I don't won't, know. Won't. 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 Yeah. Is there just like a cat friend position? <laughs> a cat friend. <laughs> just be just be a friend of the cats. cats. Just come in. I'll put you with the cats and yeah. you can sit there and pet them. Just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have one now that uh, we're trying to work on. Uh, he uh, came in. He's not not the friendliest, and uh, we're uh, and actually today was the first well, day. Well, Marcus. So. <laughs> I know they probably they probably get along. Right, right. They probably get along with that Bengal. No, no, nobody gets along with a Bengal. No, but uh, um, yeah, just uh, Marcus will sit in the corner, read it, Marx and Engels, <laughs> Trotsky. You have a full comic cat when you're done. This is my cat Gromsky. Right, right. There you go. We're gonna we to take a break. We'll be right back. Here's what's happening this week on Coastline. I'm Chris McCarthy. Uh, Marcus Farrow is here as well. And we are um, speaking with Terry Cripps, the animal control officer in Fairhaven. We've had a lot of laughs tonight, Terry, but just one thing. We had a very sad story a couple of years ago about a highly abused dog that you rescued, uh, Bella. And let's, can we have an update on how Bella's doing? Yeah, Bella We, we um, Bella was with us at the shelter for a few weeks, and then we realized that the, the, the court system was going to take a lot longer than that, so we found a foster home, one of our volunteers. And um, so she uh, she and her family uh, uh, hold, held on to Bella until the, the court case finally uh, came to an end. And um, then uh, she adopted him, and uh, she, Bella's living, living the dream right now, living the dream. Uh, doesn't have to worry about being... Uh, 
beaten and burned and anything like that anymore. You know, just uh, getting getting love. Getting it was love. a horrible story. If you go to WBSM, if you don't know the story, Google Bella, uh, WBSM. You know, in our search engine, and um, you, you'll hear the story. It, it's it's infuriating. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? They, these a lot of a lot of politicians, and I don't I don't like to get political. I like to kind of keep keep keep, keep, keep neutral with that. <laughs> yes, you do. But uh, I like to keep neutral with that. But you know, when when you, you you come up with laws and say, oh, if you do this, you can get up to ten years, up to ten thousand dollars in fines. Take out the up to. Okay. And yeah. uh, when it, you, that way, someone won't walk it away paying fifty bucks in in. Uh, and, uh, uh, I'm, and, a, I'm and against legal man- fees. Uh, yeah, I'm against mandatory minimums, except for people who abuse animals. I, yeah. I think that's. Well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll agree on that. We'll, yeah, we yeah, can yeah, agree yeah. on that much. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. Uh, usually, someone... if usually if they're abusing the animal, they're doing far worse things as well. Absolutely, abusing the animals bad enough. Yeah, yeah. They, they usually yeah. start start with the the vulnerable, the ones that can't talk. Right, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and uh, fortunately, and, and now they now you can add for two hundred nine A's, and uh, you can add animals to it. You can say you can have to stay away from her and her dog. Two hundred nine A's for people who don't know are restraining orders. Yeah, restraining yeah. orders. So, yeah. so if someone thinks there's someone abusing an animal, they can just call you, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Call me, and we'll go out and check it out. Um, sometimes you know it's just Terry too- will come in like the Punisher. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, because I'd like, I'd like you ever to. seen Boondock Saints? <laughs> he like does to, work. Yeah. He works under you know under Captain Mattello at the police department, and um, yeah, I usually bring the six foot uh, captain with me. There you go. And, there uh, you go. Just just my 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 intimidation. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old. I'm too old to do that anymore. The the uh, but but it really was a horrible story. But I'm glad it had a happy ending. Yep, the happy ending. We got the we got the dog out that day. Is when we got the um, the, uh, the reporting party called up with that, and we got the dog out. As a matter of fact, as soon as I got there, I took the dog within seconds. Within seconds after I saw the the, the uh, condition of the dog, which was absolutely sickening, absolutely yeah. sickening. There's no reason for an animal to be suffering. So if you if you, if you know something's happening to an animal, you suspect it, give Terry a call. He'll go investigate it. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Terry, um, anything happier to discuss in the last couple minutes? Um, geez, <laughs> you got me on the spot here. Um, uh, happier. I think Captain Mattel is retiring. Uh, so we got that going for us, which is nice, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, you know, but who's going to replace him? <laughs> Lieutenant Cobza, Cap- Captain Cobza, or Chief Cobza? I think you're going to be working for directly for Cobza. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be campaigning for him to take the corner office. I hope you win. <laughs> he's la- he's right now. He's in his hot tub. It'll la- be an hot awful laughing cold summer for you if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to put in my papers right behind the captain. And uh, well, they're, if- they're always looking in New Bedford. No, I'm gonna stay in, I'll stay in. I'll stay in Fairhaven. I'll stay in Fairhaven. <laughs> I, I love. I love this town. This town. I, I can decide every time we've ever asked for anything. Right. This town, not just this town, the community. Right. You know, people from New Bedford to Cushion it, Mattapoisa, they come in and support our shelter, and we couldn't do it without them. What's the name and, of the dog that needs adoption? It's been there Boom, for a year. Boomer. 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 Come on by and meet Boomer. He's a he's a sweetheart, but he's a big dog, and uh, we're we, we're taking him to training. Um, uh, Eric Latender over in Westport, who's a great dog trainer, the best. If you ever need a dog trainer, go to Eric Latender. Um, he's does he's training Boomer for free. We're okay. taking him once or twice a week, and we're, just with Chompy with uh, our little Chihuahua. I mean, he would just you know bite your ankles or your fingers, whatever he can get a hold of, and and he doesn't do that anymore. Really, and Eric has really um, uh, uh, worked with him, and um, the first time we he. We came around. We brought him to Eric. He was literally trying to lunge out of my hands to get to Eric and, and bite him. Now he doesn't do that anymore. And he plays piano. 
Any place piano, yeah. <laughs> really good training. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's working with Boomer now, and um, we're seeing some great results and uh, to make him more, much more adoptable. And uh, we'll find him a great home. We always do. Thank you so much, Terry. Really appreciate you coming in. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you do a great job. Yeah, it's a fun, this is a fun segment. I really enjoy it, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Uh, Terry, by the way, how did that Halloween event go that you'd come it in? It went fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of learned. It was the first time we did it, and uh, we, had, we had, Chris, I don't know if you know, we had a haunted, haunted shelter. Right. And we had people donate money uh, when they came in, just any amount they wanted to donate. And um, we did over $1,000. And uh, and it was only for two hours, but the last like forty five minutes nobody showed up. So uh, I think we're gonna do it a little bit earlier. We did it from six to eight, I think it was, uh-huh. and uh, by seven fifteen we didn't see anybody else. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna do it a little earlier next year, and um, we were right. We kind of we did it the same 